welcome to Talkie Bits, the podcast from me, Leanne Dundas. Hi. Let's start this week by telling you what happened to me the other morning. So my fella got up for work and normally you've got to kind of climb over me. It's not some kind of assault course. You've got to do this challenge before you're free. Now, our bed is propped up against the wall, so it's going to climb over me to, to get out. And he's normally up before me. Mainly because of work, a little bit because I'm lazy. So he climbed over me and it's the only time this has happened. He lost his footing and he just fell on me. And I was cosy, asleep, all warm, tucked up and then crash. Human on top of you, waking you up from your trees. I'm like, ah! Bless him, he was so apologetic. <laughs> So he was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Even later on, he were texting me, apologising. And in the back of your head, you think, well, I think I can use this a little bit later on. Bank this as future bribery. Thank you very much. He did teach me a valuable lesson, though, this week. I were about to sneeze and he just shouted out, cabbages! And I didn't sneeze. And he said, yeah, yeah, that's that's what you do. That's what works all the time. What? I've never heard this. said, yeah, if you're about to sneeze, shout cabbages and your sneeze just randomly goes away. I don't know if that was just good timing. That'd be handy if you're on motorway because it always scares me. Oh, my gosh. When you're doing 70 on the motorway and you need to sneeze and you're thinking, I can't slow down because there's people behind me and that might make it more dangerous. But then I'm doing 70. What if somebody slams on? Because you always have to close your eyes every time you sneeze, don't you? Not once have I ever sneezed in life and been able to keep my peepers open. That'd be a skill. But if the whole cabbages thing works, oh, we're laughing. I'm on the motorway, sneeze comes on and I'm like, ha ha, never have to close my eyes again. I love the cabbages. Not in real life because that veg is a little bit gross. My mate started a brand new job working from home to begin with. So he got really giddy and excited, went to Ikea, thought, I'm going to treat myself to a fancy new desk. I'm like that with a pack of pens. <laughs> Isn't it weird as you get older? They're the things that you get giddy about. I get excited when I go down the stationery aisle now. I'm like, oh, new pens for me. Oh, I do enjoy a good writer. We used to give out pens at my workplace and I'd always describe them like that. I'd say, here, have one of these pens, love. Oh, yeah, they're a really good writer. Great for your handbag, as though I was selling the pen. And I found that people my age really appreciate this. They'd be like, oh, my gosh, best thing I can have. Oh, can I have a few more pens? Ten years ago, our past sales would have really ripped into us for that, really mocked us over that. Now... We're high-fiving each other over a decent pen. Back to my mate's desk. So he didn't realise that it came in two boxes. He only took one home. And then he assembled it, and now he only has half a desk. <laughs> so the new job's going well. I can't quite keep up with what's happening rule-wise in our country at the moment because Boris Johnson, he made an announcement and brought in a brand-new initiative, brand-new scheme, so we would basically put money back into restaurants and bars and quite a few places up and down the country are doing half-priced meals and the government's topping up that money. So the restaurants are winning, we're winning. And this all starts from August, so from now. But then a couple of days ago, a few days before this is actually due to start, he then said, 
well, Britain's now obese. A lot of obese people around here. You've all got to cut back on all your unhealthy foods. And I was like, whoa, hold on a second. You offered me an half-price Big Mac and Zing a Stacker meal from KFC a couple of days ago. You can't then take it back. You can't say, well, you're a bit chunky. Well, I'm about to get even chunkier. Hand me that half-price burger. Now, you know that I always enjoy when somebody gets the wrong end of the stick completely. And this happened on the internet the other day. There were a tweet out from a supermarket in the UK called Sainsbury's and they said, we won't be challenging customers without a mask when they enter or when they're in the store since they may have a reason not to wear a mask. Full stop, Karen. Now, the word Karen, obviously a lovely lady's name, but it's kind of been thrown around the internet as a bit of a complainant. Not from me. I love the name Karen. If you're a Karen, love you too. So somebody called Carolyn has commented on Twitter underneath saying, highly offensive, putting the Karen at the end. Stick it. To which Sainsbury's then replied, hi, Carolyn. Uh, sorry for the confusion. Karen is actually the name of the colleague who responded to the query. Full stop, Andy. <laughs> no response back. <laughs> While we're on the subject of masks, actually, I want to try and work out if this is a me thing or if this is an everybody thing and nobody's talking about it at the moment. So I found myself in the supermarket the other day and obviously nobody can see your mouth. So I either go up to people, random strangers who I don't know, and tell them that I am smiling at them, which is a little bit creepy sounding, to be honest, when you think about it. Or I go really weirdly expressive with my hands and feet as though I'm making up for something. We were walking down the chicken aisle the other day, me and my fella in the supermarket. And all of a sudden, I started doing like a hop and a skip and I kicked my leg out. And he went, what are you doing? I said, I, I've no idea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all these other actions are coming out of me. He said... Can they not then, please? <laughs> Can we settle that down? <laughs> By the time I got to checkouts, I turned into a full-on one-man Cirque du Soleil show. <laughs> if times get tough, that's how I'm going to make my money on the side. <laughs> oh, I felt for this lady earlier on this week when I saw this in the papers. Ex-boyfriend takes bizarre revenge asking people to pretend to be Chewbacca. So I'm guessing this didn't end well. Well, nothing really ends well if it ends, does it? But he made a poster up with her phone number on, making out like there were a competition for the best Chewbacca, in brackets from Star Wars, just in case. But to do this down the phone at her... So all week she's been picking up the phone and she said hello and everyone's been like, that's best I can get. My fella does it a lot better than me. This caught my attention in the papers as well this week. Texas opens first ever drive through strip club. <laughs> can you imagine pulling up? Be like you're queuing up for a McDonald's and be like, I'll have one of them, two of them. Uh, yeah, give me one of them as well. Yeah, it's payday. Why not treat myself? Would you like to go large for an extra 30p? Oof, it's my lucky day. This week, there's also been a new designer handbag come onto the market. It's worth 1,650 quid. Problem is, it looks like a doggy poo bag. I feel like whatever intern's been working in this office, they've all had a bit of homework to do to come up with a new inspirational design. Look around your home and he's probably gone, yeah, that's hanging off at kitchen door. Yeah, that'll do. That'll be fine. I feel sorry for whoever's bought it. Because there might be a moment where the other half takes the dog out and they go, oh, where is it? Where? Oh, yeah, that'll do. You put it in what? 
You put, uh, my khakis were in there. You can scrape that off before you give me it back. Meanwhile, in Australia this week, rowdy emus banned from Australian pub for bad behaviour. Apparently, they were eating, drinking other people's food and leaving animal droppings on the floor wherever they go. I don't know about you, but before lockdown, I kind of saw this from normal people <laughs> by the end of a night on a Saturday night out. They never got bad. They just got a kebab and chips and went home for the night. <laughs> Having weird flashbacks the next morning when they're sober going, oh, I never did. What? On the floor? Right by the... Oh, no, I can't go back in there again. There's been a new species of fly discovered. Apparently five new flies. And they've now been named after Marvel comic book heroes. <laughs> I like that. And yeah, they do actually sound quite tough and it kind of goes... But can you imagine if that weren't the trendy thing at the moment? No, if this was maybe 15, 20 years ago when the Teletubbies were popular. <laughs> they went, so that, children, is the fly Tinky Winky. Oh, Dipsy's just blew off into the air. It's not quite got the same ring to it, has it? Now, I've not got kids of my own, but I feel like people are a lot more lenient nowadays than when we were kids. I saw this and I thought, what? Just because your kids asked you, you've actually gone and done it? Like something out of a fairy tale? Little boy who wanted sunflower as tall as house, stunned as dad grows 20 foot one. They stood by it in a photo, really, really proud. I remember when I was little... An ice cream van had come round. You'd go into your mum and daddy. You'd be like, oh, can I have a pound for ice cream van? Ice cream van. And me and all the other kids on our street would be told the same thing. There's lollies and chalk ices in the freezer. Help yourself. We've already got the ice creams in for you. You don't need the pound. You don't need to go every night to go to the ice cream van. And finally, this was quite an headline. Baboons armed with knives and chainsaw spotted in safari park. <laughs> ah, that's quite terrifying. I've actually been to this safari park in England and it's a section where you stay in your car and you go through the baboons area and they jump on and it's everybody knows what's coming and everybody's heard stories of other people that's been and the car kind of gets wrecked. You don't take a swanky new shiny car there, no. You go in whoever's got the oldest, most battered car because by the end of it, they've ripped off your side mirrors and they've chewed through your antenna and, in my case, peed up side of your windshield. Oh, it was so bad. Right, hot day, really, really hot day. Remember this. Days before aircon, so you just have the blowers and they'd blow hot and cold air. Not very well, but you just have that. And obviously, because you're through the safari park and there's animals all around you, not in cages, they're all over your car, you can't put the windows down. So when this baboon got on the windshield of the car and he peed upside of the glass, he looked at us dead in the eye and smiled. And he knew what were coming. The smell came in through the blowers. We were like, turn the blowers off. And it was still coming through. It was still coming through. And there's nothing that you can do. And this, this baboon did not break eye contact. You know, he was like, yes, uh, you want to come here for a fun day out? I'll show you. But, I mean, knives and chainsaws are a different level. I, I feel like that's one of them stories where... 
Somebody's told somebody and uh, little bits have been exaggerated, then a bit more, then a bit more. And before you know it, maybe he had like a butter knife from somebody's leftover picnic and then it was like, the monkey was carrying a machete, everybody down. And if it is real, I'd like to know where they got the chainsaw from. Hopefully a nice little family's not left that behind. Oh, yeah, I'm nearly ready, darling. I've got my keys, I've got my phone, I've got my purse, got my chainsaw. We're good to go. Let's go on a lovely family day out. And on that note, that's all from me, Leanne. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a fantastic week, and I'll meet you back here next Monday for another one. Bye-bye. 